The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 265 of the 365 Message Center Show. I am Daniel Glenn, your co-host, and the other co-host over there is... I'm Daryl as a service Webster. Daryl as a service at your service. I'm coming to you grainy and live from Auckland, New Zealand. And maybe today the pipes are a little clogged from here wow. to wherever Restream picks us up. So uh, you did just remind me that I need to have a conversation with your parents because um, what? they went a little wild with your middle name. That's just what I'm saying. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Share this episode, please. Just take a copy of the URL paste it and say hey i watched this and you should too thank you very much everyone and i appreciate that we've got some different topics this week that we <laughs> no pun intended that we don't normally cover because there's not in the message center um so mm-hmm. i'm really looking forward to us uh diving into those yeah um i think the pun was completely intended um <laughs> uh, we should whiteboard that and uh mm. Yeah, come up with uh, some components to to fix that problem. Okay. Um, there's your there's your Easter eggs and your hints for what's ahead. Um, Daniel, <laughs> shall we get into that first? I suggest that you cover this topic well. Aha. Yes, let's get in the first message. This is um, suggest types for Viva Topics, MC476025. And... I started reading this and I was like, this is interesting because Viva Topics is all about, well, topics, right? And, and, and a bit of information, a word or a phrase that, that has information, metadata about it um, that brings it all together so that you can find that information and use that information and understand it, right? Um, but this is adding to that the ability to suggest types of information uh, or or types of topics so that when you're looking at a topic you see a topic you will see kind of a type of topic it is for instance is this a product you know that that it has a topic associated with is this a service that we provide is this a um, is this more of a acronym for um, a, a thing on a vessel, you know, if you're a marine organization. Uh, so this is, and that's from my past life, one of my past lives, we, we had something very similar to that. So we're going to be able to have those, uh, be able to suggest those topics if you're a topic contributor. Um, so I, I think this is, you know, it's metadata about metadata, maybe about metadata, I don't know. But it feels like getting these categories of such, you know, um, gives us a more consumability, let's call it. I think it makes it easier to understand what it is and is this the thing that I'm looking for? What, what do you think, Daryl? Am I on on, to- yeah. on topic there? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I say you're such a, a SharePoint geek, right? Mm. Metadata on metadata. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it is going to be helpful. Like um, the AI goes through and finds certain things within our, uh, we interact with stuff that we're creating uh, around certain topics. 
clients, projects, people, locations, um, and, and one I've suggested a topic recently too. So I've dropped that in and created it. But uh, as a as a landing page or as a collection of topics, um, it can be a little bland. Like without, I think without this categorization, it will be quite helpful to say, look, this is an event. And, you know, we, as marketing events, we put, put them on. So we want to be able to categorize this event that we always submit content to and order mm-hmm. a stand at, or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, frameworks, processes, process will be actually really good. Imagine being able to click on that little tag and see all the processes um, uh, that are topics within your topics collection. Hmm. Well, I feel like now, I think you you went a next step, and I'm not sure that Did that's I? the functionality we're getting delivered. Oh. But, but I think it actually is a great idea. How about letting us click in and find all of the... Yeah topic all of the items that are that have that topic so we're going to see that at the top of the topic card which is awesome right Mm -hmm. so we'll see that in frame of where we're working and uh, on top of the page in the so this is rolling out targeted release late november and by completed by early or sorry mid-december so uh, here shortly, so you may already have this if you're on in your test environments, your test tenants for targeted release, and then uh, early December through to mid-December for uh, standard release. So late November to early December, early December to mid-December. But anyway. Just trying to make it easier for those who are watching the show. We went through the extra information. There's a blog yeah. post there, so I found the section on it. And I just about the tech community where here's the picture. Okay, let's make it bigger. Eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, forget that. <laughs> yeah, but um, if if you squint your eyes or go to the the extra information yourself, it's halfway down the page. Uh, they've got a picture of a topic called Ellie with two ones, and there's a pill shaped above it that mm. says this is mm-hmm. a project. So mm. that's an example. Indeed. Very subtle. Indeed. So I think let's move on to the next message, which is, um, which is a message in disguise. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> what, a, what a nice way to put it. Yeah. All right. And it was, it was one of those messages where it was published and then updated very quickly after, which is why we have the updated bracket. OneDrive Android extract PDF page at 475170. Ooh, sounds good. It's something we can do from Android. We can extract PDF pages from within a PDF. Uh, and, you know, this is something that could be quite useful. Uh, let's say that you've got this 50-page PDF document, and maybe you just want to share an extract of that or divide it out into its chapters and uh, use it that way. So uh, users of OneDrive for Android will or can now split PDFs and have PDFs saved back to OneDrive. Beautiful. Sounds awesome. Uh, rollout begin January and will be complete late January. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Not me, though. Wow. I'm not an Android user, but maybe you are. Let's read a little further. Here's the disguise. Aha. You need a special license or something <laughs> for this to happen. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. Um it's a it is a syntax feature 
so you need to be a licensed Syntex, Viva Syntex. It is, is it called Viva Syntex? Microsoft Syntex. It is a Viva product. It's Microsoft Syntex. Microsoft Syntex. Right. All right, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the experience, open up in Android, open up that PDF from OneDrive. Uh, you can um, open up this one at the bottom that gives you that extra tray with mm -hmm. all the other stuff. And there's a feature on here called Extract, and it has a little glean on it. A little sort of ding, this is new, or does it mean ding, you've got to pay for this? Hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, like the PIM features you right, sometimes right. see in, mm -hmm. in apps? Yeah, like this is available, but uh, click here now and we'll guide you through to the, to the thing that we have to pay for more. Um, extract, and look, it is useful. Open it up, there it is. It shows you some of the pages in the PDF. You can select those two there that you want to extract out, and you can choose the location. And then once you've saved it, here it is, it's uh, extracted. So remember, it is it's going to be a good feature. It'll be available in January, but uh, you will need a Syntex license. And Daniel, this is one of the first times we've seen something like that for Syntex. Uh, for a lot of things. I mean, I, I, hmm. it's, it's interesting to see a seemingly unrelated f uh, feature Right. What's syntax have to do with this? Um, why why is mm. syntax even involved with this? Well, uh, apparently it is. But you would think, you know, that a, a user might look at this and go, eh, I, I mean, it's it's OneDrive, right? OneDrive's just maybe doing a print or something in the background. You know, mm. if you want page three and page five of this PDF into as another PDF, you know, there there are ways to do that on the desktop. Uh, so. This is this is one of those, and it's interesting. I, I'm um, I'll be interested to see how people are using this and if they're using mm. it. And we will be talking uh, shortly. Um, maybe there's a message. Maybe if we have time, uh, there's a message in the message center this week talking about another one about syntax. So uh, if we don't get to it on the show, that's fine. Maybe we'll do a, a quick video. But um, so you can try this out. Yeah, so let's keep that move. Tell us about mm -hmm. another updated update. <laughs> <clears throat> another updated update. Okay, fantastic. So this one is Lie, uh, sorry, Viva Topics Cards in Viva Connections, uh, MC475169. And this is, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's talking about having topics, Viva Topics, a card in Viva Connection. Now, what is a card? We're talking about that those in the dashboard, Viva Connections, um, having a topics card uh, there. So this is going, there's going to be two cards. One is Viva Topics Discover card that will show you new topics. So you can see view to, uh, the topics that have been added um, and that you might be interested in and display those in a card. And then Viva Topics Share which where it can, uh, it's going to show topics to users who may be those managers to review those uh, topics um, and engage with them. Okay, um, we so you'll need to be an admin of um, so that you can add that topic or that card to the dashboard. So we, we need to have that, um, and uh, I, you know I think 
to me, this seems really nice because we're going to be able to bringing anytime I don't have to leave one experience to get to other experiences in Viva. I'm a big fan. Um, so having that discover and that share card um, are there. So one thing that will I want to highlight is that uh, if you go to the additional information at the bottom, which Daryl is showing on the screen already, but um, it shows the contribute card and the discover card. So in the message, it calls it a share card. Is that the same thing? I don't know because it calls it a totally different thing. So not entirely sure if that's the same or, or not, but um, it does say on the message that it'll be generally available uh, end of January, 2023. So maybe they're gonna rename it. Uh, I do have it in one of my demo environments um, and it is called the contribute and discover cards. Um, the, the two cards are called that. So I'm not sure if the message is wrong or if they're just going to rename it, but just be looking forward to that. Um, and it, it, again, bringing that additional topics information in on your dashboard, I think it's going to be powerful. It'll also be nice if we can extend this and make use of this in our own way yeah, because the configuration of these cards are or nothing. I mean, you you basically add it, and and it's just going to do its thing. It would be nice to do things like, hey, I want to highlight a topic, or t or various topics, or show yeah. all new topics, or whatever. Boost um, a topic. Yeah. So let's stick I, with I, that same SharePoint language. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that would be kind of cool too. But that's not what this yeah. is for right now. So yeah. this is rolling out, like I said, um, mid for mid no, uh, November and be completed by late December. Um, so that's also different than what is in the um, in the message in the I'm sorry, different in the blog post um, that's on learn.microsoft and that's linked. It says by the end of January. So I'm not sure if maybe this message is showing it's saying this rollout for mid November is to late December. Is that a targeted release? I, I have no idea. We don't know. Hmm. So this is a bit confusing um, on a couple fronts, but I do like the functionality for sure. Yeah. Will be help. I think it's good. Nice to see to some more out of the box things coming to the Viva dashboard, mm -hmm. Viva connections dashboard. If you have topics, yeah. of course. Whoa. Right, of course. Right, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's make some comments. Let, maybe let's pull out the old whiteboard and do some commenting. <laughs> classic comments or modern comments, Daniel? Because, I mean, classic comments. Modern, they, of course. They, they tend to, well, but classic tends to just, you know, stand the test of time, whereas modern comments are fleeting. Ah, oh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, modern comments and experience coming to whiteboard, MC477852, modern comments. Modern comments and Word, PowerPoints, you know. Actually, PowerPoint's probably a good example of this. Before I talk about whiteboard, we had modern comments come to PowerPoint. Uh, in the past, at a, you know, you'd add a comment and then it would always kind of just appear up there in the corner and you'd drag this tag around on the slide and say, that's what I'm commenting on. Um, and then you might change something on the slide, but that little tag bubble thing would stay where it was. Um, and now in PowerPoint, you can 
pass a comment on a and an object, and wherever you move that object, there she goes. Uh, your comment will travel with you. So, uh, similar kind of thing. Modern comments coming to whiteboard. Uh, this is, let's just blow this up a bit here. Um, blow that up a bit. Whoa, that is a big one today. That's a big picture. Skadoosh. And we are in exactly the wrong position. <laughs> Um, here's our here's our whiteboard, uh, and here is a modern comment. So it's pretty blurry, but there's an object here of it looks like a text box. I'm just describing this for uh, the audience, the podcast audience. Um, and as you hover over that, you've got the same kind of dialog box you would normally see in Word or PowerPoint if you're commenting. Um, you can send the comments. Uh, not sure if you can mention someone inside it, um, but at least the comment is there. There's another example of a comment further down on the, the screenshot or image. The comment bubble, before you open it up to read it, appears to have the face of the person who made the comment. So that's quite useful. And then the other thing about it is, like imagine some of these whiteboards can get huge. And so how do you know like where comments are and what and which? Um, there is a pane uh, that you can click and it will open up on the right-hand side and it will list all the comments like you would normally see in a Word um, document. Uh, my hope is that if you click on those comments from the comment pane, that it zooms you over to where that comment is, that object or that position on the whiteboard. Um, but uh, look, it's actually kind of heartened to see more action coming to Whiteboard. The last few weeks, Daniel, we've had a few different dates to Whiteboard. You know, loop components come into Whiteboard, and, and now this as well. Um, I might actually start using Whiteboard a bit more. Mm. What do you think? Oh, look at there. Another customer. Sign him up, people. Hey. I, I, you know, I think that's, you know, this is... It seems like, and it may not be true, people, so don't quote me on this, but it seems like this is um, one of the steps, I'm not going to say first, but of making whiteboard a first-class document type. I'm not saying it's mm. a document, okay? I'm not. But it just seems, you know, you mentioned it. You talked about office documents and with this modern... Uh, commenting, we can do some commenting other places. So, is this bringing it more in line? And I and I will say, I'm if so, I'm happy about that um, because if we do that, then we could do some other things like uh, you know using uh, labels and all this kind of wonderful stuff that we can do um, and discovery and all that. If it's a if it's just another type of content like video, right? Um, so yeah. I don't know. I'm just Hey, this is extra. Where are these people. whiteboards this is stored just... again? Do you remember where whiteboards are stored? I don't know. Maybe somebody in chat can tell us. I want to say, ooh, see, I don't want to say something <laughs> and sound stupid. But Azure was... somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. it's in Azure somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one hundred percent, it's in Azure somewhere. Yeah, it's I was in Microsoft wa... environments. Right. I was wanting to say it was actually in in. Uh, it's either in in blob or it's in uh, your mm. in mailbox, but I'm not sure. So that's totally guessing. Oh, someone will have written it somewhere. Maybe 
Mm-hmm. No, we won't quote books because we're not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's get back to the message. Uh, so when is this available? We have... Beginning to roll out late January, expected to be complete late February. Oh, I do uh, have I an answer. Super... I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. So according to learn.microsoft.com, uh, whiteboard yep. files are actually stored in the creator's OneDrive for business. So, you know, the things that oh. I was just mentioning, maybe I'm just late to the party of uh, being able to do that. So, yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Where it's at. Stored in OneDrive oh. for business. Nice. What are you typing? Creator. Yeah, um, we just got a no, like breaking news. Oh. Nice. Come on. Nice. Oh, nice. For those on the audio podcast, he's got a little nice little ticker on the bottom of the screen. Little ticker. Whiteboards yeah. stored in OneDrive for business of creator. Nice. Yeah. This is breaking news, um, people. Breaking news. Sorry, I was a bit slow there on the captions. I, I, I will not be working for uh, CNN. <laughs> so what did you talk about when it's uh, released yeah 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 totally yeah, yeah, yeah it's your okay. turn to talk about vizio come on hurry up it's a quick mention fantastic ah. this is a quick mention this is vizio services discontinuation starting 10th feb 2023 they couldn't even spell out february uh mc476026 so uh for those of you that have been using the vizio um, viewer the Visio web part uh, in the on your pages in SharePoint, then you're going to need to uh, switch those out because in uh, February the 10th of next year they're going to discontinue that and it'll no longer work. Now you can use um, Visio web right instead of Visio web access. This is the new Visio Visio web. You can embed those on your pages, uh, iframe, um, the, in, um, I'm sorry, in the uh, file type, and you, you, there's ways to replace this and list it out here in the message, but you can't, you're gonna need to replace those. So take the time now to educate your users, find out where this is being used uh, so you can replace that. So again, that's February 10th of next year. Um, they're gonna have to migrate those web parts to the newer experiences um, with the the Visio web experiences. Okay, so I'm okay with that. Great. So mm. the uh, Visio web access and its web part are going, and then the Visio web, which is confusing because it's the same two words as Visio web access, <laughs> is is high. You know, thumbs up. So any <laughs> hang on, what? was there a yeah and then yes i think i heard that yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. there was a difference if you listened closely there was an up, upward intonation of his raspberry well you know what i think daryl if we could have planned a little bit better on our sound effects we could have done that and maybe we would have used loop and maybe a, a word document or something to do that planning. okay yeah exactly uh we would have have embedded that in in um the document all right so uh let me just get these messages in order right it is our last one for today mm-hmm. loop components and word 
Word Online or Word for the Web in targeted base. MC4786871. Wow, I was so tempted to make this the headline. But, you know, I don't want to, like, saturate the, the message center market with loop announcements. Oof. This is good, all right? Uh, but I do have some questions about explain. Recap, loop components. You can use them in various different places. WordX, WordXL, no, wait, let me... <laughs> Wow! Wait a minute. In Teams, in Teams, in um, in your uh, Outlook, uh, you can uh, create little ideas, pockets of ideas, paragraphs, lists, tables, all sorts of stuff. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Like you're in a chat, and you might start taking some notes together or ideate. Um, all right. Well, what does this mean for Word Online? If we take a component from a chat and we drop it into Word. So let's say Daniel and I are talking away and we're like, we, we really should come up with an outline for that workshop we're doing this week, Daniel. You know, you're going to be doing it this week, Daniel, so you left it a bit late. I'll help you out. Let's ideate on Great. this. So we're chatting away. We're in the loop. We've got a little table to so drag our ideas into a, a something of a good outline that makes sense. And then um, then uh, let's, let's bring this into a Word document uh, so that... Uh, it's it's easy for us to start creating the content um, alongside the ideas. Now, Daniel, there's one thing that I find a bit difficult here in the message because I understand the vision. It is about bringing teamwork and coordination and ideas and stuff like that into a document, but compartmentalize quite some the document. And that way we can loop other people in who don't necessarily have to work directly on the whole document. They can contribute to the ideas and we'll see that live and in the document. But uh, something that kind of emphasizing here in them is, oh yeah, you'll be able to share these things and you can update easier and faster and it'll be live. I'm like, yeah, we can do that in Word already. So I think we have to be mindful of how to explain this position it to our people um, the differences and the key difference for me is you can compartmentalize the component from the document what are your thoughts yeah I agree you know this is a being able to say hey group of people and think of this as maybe a wider audience maybe it's your whole team hey group of people I need to know your thoughts on this thing. What what should the document include? And then while, remember this is a loop component that is outside of the document. You're just showing it in the document, right? So mm -hmm. it could be in Teams while people are, are adding items or commenting on or editing items that will then show up in your Word document. So then you could say, okay, content creators, the, the people that are working on the Word document, get to it following you know this input that people are putting in here start mm -hmm. editing or creating you know the document i i think that's nice to be able to um, get input from people but not let them in your document <laughs> and not let not have them messing things up they're just adding a component inside it that um that you can use i i think it's kind of it, it i think it's cool i i think we're going to have to uh People are going to really have to think of it that way, right, Daryl, of mm. um, not get confused about why don't I just put the, the content in the document itself instead of in the yeah. loop. It 
how do you got to remember what that loop does and that it, it is a separate thing that people can, you can get input from others on. Yeah. Um, another comparison. And I, I think, you know, using loop within an office doc like this is you've got the content in the document, but this is more about coordinating the document and getting contributions from other so I know it hasn't arrived yet, but how I would use it is your document starts from page two. That's where it is, at least while it's in, in, in work and in progress. Your page one lists out things like tasks, ideas, topics like that, all within the loop. So that it's like your leading page to say, okay, anyone who's going to come and contribute to this document, here's how we're running it here, and here's some... some uh, references or um, resources that are related to the document. Um, you know, I, there's the, the task list, right? So a quick checklist of have you done this, have you done that, have you pulled these things together? We do have tasks in Word. You can comment something in the Word document and turn that into a task. So that's more specific to, hey, Daniel, I think this paragraph needs a bit more work. Can you, can you do that? Task, tick, done, all right. But loop is all about that independent um, from the document and bringing that into a meeting. All right, let's have a quick look at that loop around that important document we're putting together. Who's done what? Cool. We've brought that loop into the meeting. It's it's live and it's there or in the chat. Anyway, we've laboured the point. Um, I think the proof will be in the pudding when it arrives, which is... Uh, rolling out to targeted release users in early December uh, and expected to be complete early February. So it is about, this message is about releasing it to targeted release. Mm -hmm. So they haven't given any indication about when it goes GA mm -hmm. yet. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but that, that is it. Indeed it is. Yeah, and I did want to make sure I am going to be in Las Vegas at the Microsoft 365 conference, collaboration conference this week. So if you are there, please make sure you stop by and say hi to me in my session or my workshop. I'll have stickers and I'd love to have conversations with you about, um, about the show or about what's going on uh, in your life. So please uh, do stop by if you're there. <laughs> I like to have get to know got... people. If you got like 10, 10 hours or so, let's just sit down and talk about my life right now. No, man. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm, okay. what I'm saying, I want to get to know people, I know. understand, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm totally. A, I'm a nice guy, other than to you. Yeah. Look, I disagree. You're a nice guy <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. There. Like, these conferences, don't, um, you know, try and go every single session and miss your opportunity to, to spend time with people. Have fun with Daniel. Exactly. Thank you, Phil. Let's just drop yeah. that on the screen. Fun with Daniel. Hashtag fun with Daniel at whatever the event hashtag is. Yeah, I'm let's not, put those I'm two not, together. I'm not sure we should, but uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for watching. And love to hear the comments and, and have the interaction. So please make sure you share on socials and tag us at 365 mcs on all the socials we'd love to uh, get you involved and love to amplify your messages uh, on those socials so thank you so much for for listening and for watching yes yes see you next week bye for now